Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. Where we give you the real scoop on being an insurance agent and running an agency. This show is all about helping you focus on earning more money as an agent and building your own insurance empire. Empire. Here's your industry-leading host who has generated tens of thousands of insurance leads. This is Dave Baker. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining me once again on The Big Show. I am your host, Dave Baker, and this is Planet of the Agents. As always, I just want to remind you to make sure to sign up for the newsletter at planetoftheagents.com. I've got lots of fun and interesting insurance stuff in there for you to read. And more importantly, hopefully some helpful information and resources that will help you grow your business and retain customers. Today, I want to talk about my daily routine. It's basically a summary of how I organize my day. Now, you might be wondering, why am I bringing up this topic? Well, let me tell you a frequent statement that I hear from agents and brokers and other people in the industry. I think it's one of the most common things that I hear. Are you ready? It goes something like this. Dave, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to follow up. I don't have time for this or time for that. I'm so bogged down with different things. Yeah, sure, I get it. You're alone. You're the only person in the world who has this problem. I mean, there are 24 hours in a day. How is it possible that you don't have time to do something but everybody else can do it? No, that's not reality. Reality is we live in a world where people have many things to do. There are some people who have more things that they have to attend to than others. There are some businesses where they magically just post something on the internet and they make $100,000. But that's not the insurance industry, and that's not how insurance agencies work. So you have to accept it and deal with it. Do you know what my response is when someone tells me that they don't have time for something such as quoting or calling someone back or following up? It's a very simple answer. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your problems or what's bogging you down. People want results. They want them now. And it's your responsibility to figure it out. I don't care if you're the CEO or a sales representative or an agent of some sort, a customer service rep, or even the janitor. Everybody who works with you and who works under you and who works over you and your clients are looking for results. And in the year 2020, they are not going to sit around and wait. And in particular, I'm talking about the clients. The clients want their quotes now. I know there are some of you that will tell me something like, hey, I work on a six-week quoting cycle. So when a client comes to us, they're going to wait six to eight weeks before we get them a quote and have a meeting. That's great for some of you. But is that most of us? Is that most of you out there? Once again, I'd like to say probably not. I find that most of the people with whom I speak don't work at the mega agencies that discuss quotes over a golf game. And most people are trying to get quotes as quickly as possible 
and they're trying to get their jobs done as quickly as possible while still maintaining accuracy. So let me tell you a little bit about how everything in my day works. In everything that I do, I act with intention and with purpose. That means that I do not arbitrarily do this and do that. I'm focused on achieving a certain goal. Do I sometimes have 10 windows open on my screen or 15 things in the start bar or task bar on the bottom of my screen? Sure, and that can happen to all of us. But that doesn't mean that you're not doing something with intention and with purpose. The problems that I often hear people discuss are when they start one thing and then they start another thing and they never complete anything. Now look, I understand. You could be working on one thing and then you get a phone call and your computer starts to beep and you receive 10 or 15 new emails. I get it. I was doing a little research before this episode and I looked and I see that I send on average between 60 and 80 emails each day. On the other side of that, I often receive between 100 and 250 emails in a day. Now some of those are marketing or spam, but many of them are something that I have to look at. And actually, some of the marketing items, I want to read those too. So I have to make a decision. Is it important enough to read right now? Or should I just put it in the trash? I do have a small folder for items that I will read later, which are marketing items, not client emails. And those are things that I'll read at my leisure if I have a few moments, but they're clearly not important. So let's go through a series of things that I'd like to do. When you're listening to this, if you think that you don't do anything with any sort of process or some sort of system that you use, ask yourself this question. How can you run a real business without systems and procedures in place? You often hear big companies talk about things like SOPs or standard operating procedures. You might be thinking that you don't run a business that's big enough to justify having standard operating procedures or systems in place. But even if you're a one-person business, you need things like this. Your competitors have them. Now, when I say that to some people, they tell me, I don't really have any competitors. And while that's possible for some niche agents, overall, I would say that most people are aware that they have competitors. And even if you are not a competitive person and you don't play any sports and you don't enjoy competition, there is a lot of competition now, especially on the internet and with digital marketing and other forms of marketing. So you have competitors and you don't need to be competitive specifically, but you do need to be aware of what's going on in the world and you need to implement things that will make you efficient. So let's get into it. As I mentioned, everything I'm doing is with intention and a specific pur purpose. The first thing that I do is I check my email for urgent tasks. Urgent can have different meanings for each of us, but I think that we all have some tasks that are urgent. I once heard someone say, if you can't stand waking up every morning in business with a fire to put out, then you should not be in business. I would say that a majority of the people I talk to tell me they have some sort of urgent situation that they have to deal with 
almost every day. And listen, that's not just the insurance business. That can be a lot of businesses. You could be in a restaurant and your food doesn't show up from the supplier. What are you going to do? You need to solve it and deal with it. Along with checking the emails, of course, I would check urgent voicemails. Although I will say that today I do not receive as many voicemails as I used to just a few years ago. Next, number two, I process things that need to be completed by somebody else. Now I sort these into two categories. Number one, external tasks. External tasks are going to be things like quotes, not the quotes that you do in the office, but quotes that need to be processed by outside underwriters. If you're focused solely on personal lines, it's likely that you don't deal with this nearly as much as someone who's focused on commercial lines. As commercial lines, quotes often require some sort of review or they might require approval from an underwriter. Small commercial may be able to be quoted online, but the niche businesses and what I like to just kind of call the higher ticket items often require some sort of review. So in the external tasks, the first thing I do is I look at my emails and look at my tasks and I say, do I have to wait for somebody else to respond for me to complete this task, such as getting out a quote? If so, I need to get out the documents or the application or the data, however I may have to implement it or submit it to them ASAP. The most painful thing for me is the time zone difference. Because a lot of underwriters are located on the East Coast and I am located in the Pacific time zone in Las Vegas, it means that I have to think about everything on East Coast time, which means that by the time two o'clock rolls around, they're done for the day. And more realistically, by the time about 1.15 rolls around, I can pretty much start to expect that people will not respond to me. It's unfortunate, that's how it works though. Why is it such a big deal to me? Well, people are waiting for the quotes. Many of the people with whom I deal with are in the Western time zones and some are in the Central time zones and some are on the East Coast, sure. But if they're looking for an answer today, and I know that the people who underwrite the policies are located in a different time zone. It's going to be a difficult situation if I do not get the information out right away. For those of you who write a lot of commercial policies, especially the more complex ones or the ones that require complete underwriting, you know that those quotes can take days to get back. So you want to send out those external tasks right away. The next thing that I do in this second item is focus on my internal tasks. These are things that will need to be processed by someone else in my team, as opposed to dealing with someone outside of my business. This could be data entry, it could be adding information to the database, it could be getting quotes that can be done online, or it could be things like organizing things in the file system so that everybody can see the new signed documents and whatever other information I need to share. Third, I review inbound items that I need to process and then get out. A great example is quotes that I received that I need to review before sending out. Perhaps I need to aggregate some documents or I need to do some preparation for the quote before sending it out. Now, this is different than the external items because I'm not waiting on somebody else to send me a quote or to send me information. Rather, 
I have the information and now I need to prepare it for some sort of distribution. Fourth, I look at outside items that I need to contact people about. A few examples will be trailing documents, follow-ups on inspections, or additional underwriting items. Whether you work in personal lines or commercial lines, there's a good chance that you receive additional underwriting questions or you receive follow-ups based on inspections or audits and things that have occurred. And you need to follow up on those things and you need to manage them all in a timely fashion. Fifth, I look at tasks that can be completed in-house. The number one task that's a priority is quoting. If you don't quote, you don't sell anything. In fact, if you don't get quotes, you don't have anything to sell. So it's important to make sure to get the quotes done in a timely fashion. I know that one of the number one complaints that I've heard from my friends or just the general public is the time that it takes to get a quote. Since I speak with a lot of agents, uh, they are often concerned about the time it takes to get a commercial quote. And a lot of people uh, start to feel that the first quote wins. Sometimes it doesn't matter if it has the best coverage or the best price. People need to locate a quote. And unfortunately, with the way the system is and how inefficient commercial insurance quoting often is, it is necessary to possibly send out the first quote that you have and then let someone know that you have another quote that might be coming. At least you're giving them some options. Naturally, I think that we all want to sell the best coverage for the best price, but sometimes that takes a long time. In fact, I can think of an example of a few classes of business where there's one company that will provide basically an instant quote, and it will have most of the popular and necessary coverages for a certain business. But then there's another company that will offer higher limits and additional coverage enhancements and extensions, but that company takes days to get a quote. And I'm often not sure how they can even sell insurance in that class of business anymore, because if anybody is aware of the fact that they can get a quote in 10 minutes, why would they wait days? Of course, I think that most agents do wish that in commercial quoting, it was much easier to get a quote for business insurance and things didn't take so long. But there are carriers that still require a series of lengthy applications, even for a quote that I consider relatively simplistic and often in a business that's fairly low risk. It's just a system that they've always used. And I don't know if it's worth your time to fight the system. Moving on, let's look at the sixth and final item that I do. I make sure that my task manager is up to date. First, I generally will click off the completed tasks so that I know not to repeat them, of course. Um, the next thing I do is I, I want to look at tomorrow and next week. So I will first uh, review the tasks that I have left over that could not be completed or that were not so urgent. And what I'll do is I will, I will set um, a label on the task for the next day. I use color-coded tags in my task manager so that I can tell if something is urgent. Uh, naturally, I use a color like red for things that are urgent. I try to use green for things that I can deal with a little bit later and yellow for things that are kind of on the border of 
need to be done today and possibly could wait till tomorrow. There are going to be things that you have that are urgent sometimes and not urgent other times. For example, you might have a customer with a billing issue. If the cancellation date is tomorrow at 12.01 a.m., then you'll probably need to deal with it very quickly. But if it's something where they have an additional six weeks to make a payment, it might be okay to deal with it tomorrow. So those are the six things that I do to sort my day. I find that it makes my day more efficient and I have a bit of a routine. Now in the insurance industry, especially if you're an insurance agent, having a routine is not always easy because you'll be bombarded with different types of questions for different industries, different policies, different carriers. You'll be receiving questions from the consumers, your clients, as well as the companies, and there are just so many different things you have to deal with. I'll tell you, one of my favorite things to do is quote and bind the same type of policies over and over again. When you do the same thing over and over again, not only do you know it well, but it also becomes more efficient and it becomes easier to complete the tasks. I often talk about having niche businesses and this is one of those reasons. When you're a niche agency and you focus on, for example, five specific products or just five industries or 10 industries, you'll be able to process things so quickly and you'll know the time frame, you'll know the expectations that you need to provide to the client. It, it's just an amazing feeling. I, I love it when I get quotes and opportunities where I can quote something for an agent and it's, it's something that I've done so many times before. In fact, some of the time, I don't even need to put the information in the system. I can just know the quote without even putting in the information. It, it's such a great feeling. I really enjoy it. I know, on the other hand, some people tell me they like a challenge and they like to always be doing something new. And I understand. It might be that it's just more exciting when you're getting started out in the industry, or you might be the kind of person who likes to rise to the challenge. And that's great. Me, I think that after 16 years in the business, I enjoy things being a little more smooth and perhaps a little bit more easygoing, so to speak. So why do you need these systems? Why do you need to have some sort of routine in your life in a business that is full of unique questions and unique situations all the time? Well, one, it makes your day go smoother. When you know what you're going to do first and second and third, it gives you an outline for the day. Think back to when you were a kid and you were writing an essay in school and they would teach you to make an outline. You can make an outline in your daily life too. And I find that it's just so helpful. That's also reflected in my writing style. I like to use bullet points or little arrows or numbered lists and things like that to complete tasks. Because we have so many different things to do, and so many tasks to complete, you need to stay organized to maximize your time and efficiency. Here's the thing. When I ask people how they're doing at work, they say something to me like, oh, I'm so busy. Well, you don't want to be busy. You want to be efficient. People are always saying how busy they are. Does that mean they're making a lot of sales? Does that mean they're growing their business? Is being busy a positive thing? I like to know that I'm being efficient, that I'm completing tasks, that I'm working with efficacy, 
another version of that word. I want to know that I'm actually achieving something. When people tell me that they're busy, I'll say something like, well, what have you been doing? And they just respond with, oh, so many things. I don't even know what I did today. That's interesting because I generally know what I did today. In fact, I can look at my task manager and say, well, I clicked off 42 tasks. I completed at least 42 things. And that's just getting me warmed up for the day. Sometimes I'll complete 50 or 70 tasks. Would I prefer to only have five or 10 tasks on the day? Yes, of course, it would make things more relaxing. But when you're running a business or running your agency and you have a lot of customers and people to work with, you're gonna have a lot to do. So I hope that sharing a bit about how I operate my day has helped you. That is the main reason I'm actually doing the podcast is because I wanna share what I've learned over the years. That's why I have the newsletter so I have the club at planetoftheagents.com. It's to share what I've learned and hopefully make your business a little bit better and just make your day a little bit better. So as always, I just want to give you one quick reminder to send me your comments, send me your questions, send me your thoughts and ideas and topics you'd like to hear about on the show to dave at planetoftheagents.com. Once again, that's dave at planetoftheagents.com. Of course, you can subscribe to the newsletter and join the club where I provide more of my uh, templates and scripts, things that I've developed through my experiences in the industry. It's uh, very reasonable and it's something you sign up for at www.planetoftheagents.com. Now, I'm very excited to also mention that in some coming episodes, we are going to have some interviews with some people inside the industry and some people who look at the industry from the outside. And hopefully they can shed some light from a different perspective, which I think will just be great for all of us. So I hope you will tune in once again. Make sure to click that subscribe button. And hey, I'd love it if you left me five stars. All right, everybody. Keep growing your business. Keep retaining those customers. And you're going to be a star. Take care. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.